This is the Contractor's Corner podcast series from Solar Power World. All right, welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner. Today I'm talking with Eric Millard. He is CCO of Conti Solar, a national EPC, O&M, and energy storage development company headquartered in New Jersey. So thanks for talking with me today, Eric. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks a lot, Kelly. So we always kind of start off getting to know the company. So how did Connie Solar get its start, and was large-scale solar development always in the plans? Yeah, so uh, so, the, so Conti Solar has been actually in the business for about 12 years. Uh, we were uh, started, we were founded by the Conti Group, which is a pretty large uh, engineering and construction company that does business all over the world. They've been around for over 110 years. Um, so Conti Group started Conti Solar as, as a solar EPC. Um, at the time, mostly focused um, kind of in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic. Um, the, the Conti Group is headquartered in New Jersey, so that was sort of the geographic focus at the time. Um, and, you know, since that time, 12 years ago, we've grown the business quite a bit um, and uh, are now working in 13 states. We've got about 700 megawatts built, um, and we are... Uh, you know, we're doing, um, you know, upwards of 300 megawatts a year across those 13 states. And, um, you know, we started out probably on the smaller side 12 years ago, but have been um, have been um, pretty regularly growing into into bigger projects and larger scale solar. So our, you know, our typical project size right now is uh, between five and, uh, and 30 megawatts, which would be where kind of the average uh, sets out. Um, so, you know, our, our, our clients include, you know, big utilities and IPPs, Fortune 500 companies, um, and, um, you know, they've, they've really, uh, it's, it's been a great, uh, great business to be in, and, and I think uh, they've, been, they've been great partners with us as well. So. Okay, awesome. So last year you became majority owned by investment group Aries EIF. Um, how has that changed things within the company? Um, actually, not not a whole lot. I mean, Aries has been great great owners. They own the majority stake in the in the business now, um, and um, they've been fantastic. Uh, they have not um, really changed our strategy too much, and they've just provided us uh, a platform to do what we've uh, been doing, but just to kind of doing it doing it bigger and better. Um, so they're supportive of our growth. They're supportive of the types of types of projects that we want to do, and, and our strategy to be to be one of the best EPCs. Um, you know, in, in the U.S. Uh, for, for solar projects. Um, and, uh, you know, so Aries, they're, they're, just to give you some background on them, they're, they're part of, Aries EIF is a private equity arm of um, Aries Management, who is a large publicly traded uh, asset manager with about $100 billion of assets under management um, in offices all over U.S., Europe, Asia, Australia. Um, yeah, so, you know, they've been, it's been a, a big, big help for us in terms of, you know, our bankability and, Bonding capacity and financial wherewithal, and also they've you know they have lots of relationships uh, around the energy industry, which has really helped to help bolster our, our growth plans and, and our strategy as well. So it's been it's been a great uh, you know they've, they've been uh, on board for about a year now, and it's been a really good year. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've mentioned this how how Conti Solar you work on a lot of large utility scale solar. Um, I've also noticed you guys do a lot of landfills, carports, even commercial rooftop installations. So what do you think your specialty is? 
So, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, our specialty is, I mean, we, we do all sorts of different types of projects. I, I mentioned kind of our, our, our sweet spot and the size range is between 5 and 30 megawatts. Um, but I think, that, you know, the, the big thing that we offer is really a full turnkey EPC service uh, across, you know, whether it's a the landfill or just a typical ground mount or a cardport, um, you know, we have an ability to, um, you know, provide a, a fixed price turnkey project that's going to get delivered on schedule uh, and on budget um, and you know we're, we're known for executing projects extremely effectively and and um, and I think that speaks you know to why we've got a ton of repeat business I think at this point over um, 50 percent of the, the work that we put in place is with is with customers whom we've done um, you know more than two or three projects with so that's that's been a good stat that we've been paying attention to um, but yeah, I mean, you know, some of the, some of the things that we've done really well on is, is landfill solar. I think we've got, you know, over 180 megawatts of landfill projects built, um, you know, and then typical ground mount projects as well. It's been a, it's been a, a, a very good market for us in a number of different states. Like I mentioned, we're in, we're in about 13 states and we do, you know, large, large ground mounts projects in, in all of those uh, markets. Mm-hmm. Speaking of landfills, I don't know if it just seems to be like a hot project right now, but you, you guys do <laughs> do a lot of landfills. Why do you think that's kind of the case recently? Yeah, it's funny. Like, you know, the Conti group, uh, going back to our, our original founder, um, you know, they were, they had a big environmental business. So they did a lot of land, they actually capped a whole bunch of landfills and, and they've worked on brownfield sites and super fun cleanups and all of this Um really, you know, heavy duty environmental, um, infrastructure work. And so we, when we first started looking into solar, we thought that that was like a natural, it was a great kind of a great parallel, right? I mean, so landfills are an obvious place to put solar. There's, you know, there's no, there's really not many other uses for landfills. Um, so it's, it's a really good use case. And so we, we, I think we did our first landfill in New Jersey where there's a bunch, a bunch of landfills, um, like in 2010 or 2011 with, um, in the Meadowlands actually with PSE&G. And, um, that was one of the first landfill projects I think that was done in the country. And since then we've just developed our skill set, um, and kind of the in-house expertise and best, best practices where we really know how to do it, um, you know, as, as, as good as every, anybody in, in the country. Um, so I think that, you know, we've done some of the biggest landfills in, in, in the country and, you know, we've done a, a 16 megawatt landfill. We're looking at a couple of other large ones as well. You know, um, we've done them in a number of different markets from Massachusetts, New Jersey, um, Ohio. Um, so it's been, uh, you know, it's, it's a little more complex than a typical solar installation. You have to be worried about, um, obviously, um, the integrity of the landfill itself, you don't want to be doing anything that's going to expose any of the, the waste in, that's in the landfill. You know, there's obviously significant environmental considerations that you need to be aware of, and, and that goes into the design and also the construction of the, of the landfill project. So, you know, I think that the fact that we've done it before gives owners a lot of comfort because, you know, when the, when the owner's hiring us to do a landfill project, the last thing they want to be worried about is like some sort of major environmental liability that's going to come up because their contractor doesn't know um, how to properly deal with some of the issues that, that you see on landfills. So it's been a great, great, great kind of business section segment for us. And like I said earlier, it's like it makes so much sense from a from a land development standpoint, right? If you can develop on a landfill, why would you? Why wouldn't you? Uh, if you can develop solar on the landfill, that is, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and you guys just recently did a landfill um, installation for the Cuyahoga County um, over here. So that was kind of neat. We we got to go to the ribbon cutting and got to see that up close. So that was that was pretty neat. Great. Yeah, yeah, we were really excited about that. We've been we were working with the developer and the the ultimate financer of that project for for a while. It was a, it was a great project and. Um, a lot of work went into that. A lot of people uh, worked real hard to get that done. So we, we were excited to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So how many employees does Conti Solar have? And, and since you are kind of working throughout the country, how are these employees like spaced out throughout the country? Uh, we have uh, just over 100 employees now. Uh, and, and those employees are full-time salary employees. Uh, we, we have, uh, a, a, you know, double or more uh, employees at any given time that are um, that are craft or you know lay our labor force that are they're temporary employees. Um, you know we have offices in New Jersey and Massachusetts where we have like very very large offices, and then we have satellite offices in uh, in Minnesota and California and Florida uh, and Ohio. Um, and um, you know we we traditionally we self performed about fifty percent of the work that we put in place. Um, so that requires, you know, we, we do have a lot of temporary labor and, and craft labor that work directly for us. Um, and then we also do, your, you know, use subcontractors um, to fill in the rest of it. Um, and, then, you know, that, that decision is really based on where we're working and the, the availability of labor, um, you know, how, how much work we have going on at any given time. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, that, so that, that kind of gives you a decent, decent idea. I mean, you know, we're... Our, our people are, you know, we're, we always we always say that we are in a people business, right? The, the, the people are the people are our most important most important part of our business, and so we're always looking to attract uh, really top tier people. We're, you know, we're always hiring engineers and, uh, and project managers and, and superintendents um, and estimators and, and others that that are that are that are going to be able to um, you know come onto the team and, and add value and make a difference. Um, so. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we should be expanding from about 100 employees uh, to the, the end of this year. We probably will have about 130 employees uh, at the end of 2019 is, is our forecast at this point. Mm-hmm. Are any of these new employees possibly involved with energy storage? I see that you guys, you know, really kind of push that you guys are involved with energy storage. Yeah, it's actually we've got um, we were just uh, we've hired actually a couple of uh, recently we've called a couple of en- energy storage hires that, that have come on board, um, and we're we're excited about the energy storage market. I think like a lot of people, we're trying to kind of figure out where exactly we play and how to make money in in, in energy storage. Uh, but you know we've done one storage project already in Pennsylvania. We have another couple that are in the works that we will be uh, announcing. Uh, here in the next month or two that are uh, pretty interesting solar plus storage projects. And, and we see a lot of uh, growth in that segment over the next couple of years. Like some of the markets like Massachusetts and New York are really pushing to, um, you know, to add storage to solar projects. So we're, um, you know, we're learning a lot and we're, you know, ultimately our goal is to be able to provide the same level of kind of turnkey support and service to our customers on a, on a storage or a solar plus storage project to, you know, compared to what we do currently just on, on solar only projects. Mm-hmm. Surprising that your first storage project is in Pennsylvania of all places. 
Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a not not the uh, not the necessarily the place you think of as like a hotbed of storage, but it made sense for that particular uh, customer and use case. So mm-hmm. um, it was uh, it was good good to uh, good project for us to um, to kind of get our feet wet and understand the market for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since you're working on large scale solar, what's the status with 1500 volt systems? Are you installing them? Yeah, yeah, we are. I think, you know, it, it is sort of state-specific depending on what um, version of the National Electric Code uh, the states have adopted. So, um, yeah, but we are, we're, we're, wherever we can, we're, we're using 1,500-volt systems. We think it's, you know, it's, it's definitely more cost-effective and, and, um, and provides a better, a better system. So wherever we can, mm-hmm. we, we, are, we are installing them. What, what does that kind of save you? Are you saving not having to put as much wire out there? Or, or how does a 1500 volt save you guys m- money? Yeah, I mean, yeah, simplest, simplest and kind of the lowest hanging fruit is you're just, you're able to have um, um, more panels per stream. Mm-hmm. Um, and that allows you, that reduces your wiring and installation costs. Um, so that's the biggest value that you have. There's some, there's some incremental savings that you see in the actual equipment that you're buying as well, like a 1500 volt. Uh, in some cases, 1500 volt equipment can be um, more cost effective than 1000 volt equipment. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So Conti Solar is also involved with O&M. So how are those contracts set up? Are you, are you mostly doing O&M on your own projects that you install? Yep, that's right. I mean, yeah, we, we do we do O&M on, on you know, we do O&M and also warranty support on every project, almost every project that we do. Um, so it's not a standalone business. Uh, you know, we, we toyed with that idea a couple of years ago, but we're, uh, we're happy to provide O&M for the customers that we build projects for that want, that would like us to stick around and, and help them on the O&M side of things. And, um, you know, we've got a dedicated team that's, that's working on that. You know, we're not, um, we're not looking to, um, to establish our own O&M company that's going to be selling O&M services out to the market um, for projects that we're not building. Um, it's um, not, not our core business. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think the big conversation, at least within like my news circles, are the various tariffs that are still involved with the solar industry, either on solar panels, on steel, on inverti- inverters. Um, are tariffs still a worry point for you? Yeah, I mean, you know, any anytime there's a tariff um that could could potentially make our systems more expensive, we we definitely worry about it and and pay a lot of attention to it. So we're you know, we're monitoring the situation. It's definitely um not uh not an ideal situation, but I think that it's it's um you know, it's 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 adding some volatility to the market, it's adding some uncertainty and we certainly would like uh, them to not be around if we can <laughs> rather than having having them around um, but you know it's it's still things are still moving forward I think that um, you know as I guess it was about a year ago you, you know between a year and a year and a half ago that was a that was a pretty tenuous point of time it was just nobody knew at that point exactly what the tariffs were going to be so I think there was a lot of uncertainty in the market and that was driving a lot of volatility so now that we at least know what it is you know what, what we're dealing with for the most part it's a little bit better than it was about a year ago. Um, but that being said, you know, it'd be a lot better if they didn't exist at all <laughs> <laughs> right. for everybody, not just, not just us as an EBC. It would help, the, I think, the entire value chain. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So as you know, the, the federal ITC, it's beginning to drop down starting next year. So I was wondering if you're seeing any rushes in getting large projects booked this year to receive that full 30% credit. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's starting to see uh, people, um, you know, kind of formulate their ITC strategies, whether that's, you know, them, them wanting to get projects done this year or uh, whether they're formulating some sort of safe harbor strategy as well. Um, but we've said we certainly I, th- I think that we think that 2019 is going to be a big year. I mean, we are, um, you know, we, we were expecting some significant growth this year. I think some of that is just because uh, some state incentives have started to roll out this year that um, that are going to drive a lot of growth. But I think a good amount of that is also due to the ITC step down and people just wanting to get stuff in the ground before it starts stepping down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Expanding on that a little bit, what should we be looking out for this year with with large scale solar and, and even energy storage? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there, there's been a bunch of um, a, a bunch of really interesting things. So, I mean, you know, a couple of our you know markets that, that we pay close attention to. I think Massachusetts is going to be a great market for kind of the mid the, the mid to large scale solar projects. Um, you know, you have um, you have the smart program there that's that seems to be finally uh, taken off and, and getting going, um, which is great. I think that's going to drive a lot, a lot of a lot of growth in the state. New York's been another great uh, area. I mean, there's been huge a uh, huge push at the governor's office in New York to uh, continue doing. They've already had an increased an aggressive uh, RPS in the state, but there's a push to increase that even further. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we're really excited about that market um, as well. You know, and then you know, there's there's you know, New Jersey is another market that we're heavily involved with that is um, that that is revamping their you know they just raised their RPS last year and are revamping their solar incentives to be able to drive more growth in the industry. Um, you know, as as solar projects, as solar costs, build costs come down, you know, we're just starting to see a lot of projects make sense without you know that that are not kind of the traditional. Uh, heavy state incentive states. So you know we're building this year. We'll be building stuff in Texas and Virginia, uh, Florida, um, and some of these other states that are just sort of competing for the most part on just a just a levelized cost of energy basis, and they're beating out other other sources of generation, um, which is really exciting. And so you know we're starting to see that just open up a wide wide array of opportunities in states that weren't necessarily big solar states in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where do you hope to see County Solar in the next few years? Yeah, I mean, so I think we're, you know, we, we expect to be doing um, a lot of what, what we continue to do, but just we, we expect to be doing it be- a better job of it and, and, and probably part of it. Um, so I think we're, you know, we're looking to continue to grow the, the number of megawatts that we're building um, each year. You know, from a geography standpoint, I think we're in a pretty pretty good position. We're not really looking to expand too much beyond where we're at. I mean, it's sort of mid-Atlantic and northeast, uh, the southeast and the Midwest are, are, have been really good markets for us. We've, um, we'll, we'll probably be expanding our footprint in those areas. Um, you know, the West Coast, we, we've had a very nice business in, in California and in Utah building projects there for the, for the last several years, and we'll probably continue to to do more there, but, but not, uh, not certainly as, as much as we, we will in some of those other geographies I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, I think we'll, we'll continue to be pushing a lot on storage. Uh, we talked about that a few minutes ago. I mean, that's been, um, I think still in its, in, in a sort of a nascent stage, but, 
you know, certainly over the next couple of years, we, we expect to be building a lot more um, solar projects that have storage integrated with them. And then also just, just standalone storage projects. We expect that there'll be a lot of those being, being built uh, around the country in various markets. Um, and, you know, and I think we're, we're also going to be continuing to kind of push the envelope on the technical side of things. You know, we, we, we're always striving to give our customers better, uh, better solutions. So whether that's lower cost systems or more efficient systems. So we're looking at new technologies all the time and trying to figure out kind of like what the next, um, what the next big thing will be, um, that will be able to drive that cost, uh, reduction or, uh, efficiency production up. Um, you know, so, so we've got, there are a number of things out there, you know, whether, whether that is storage or whether it's a, you know, bifacial module or a new, a new type of, uh, tracker or something like that. You know, we're always on the lookout for new things and analyzing them and working with our customers and, and vendors to, and, and suppliers to, to figure out the best, the best solution. So we'll be doing a lot of that. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some, uh, some new stuff on the horizon that we're not uh, even aware thinking about of right now that will be uh, important to be uh, monitoring over the next couple of years so that we can, uh, we can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Well, thanks Eric for talking with me today. It was nice getting to know Conti Solar. Yeah, absolutely. It was really nice, uh, nice speaking with you and uh, hope to talk to you soon. This has been another edition of Contractors Corner. Join us each month as editor Kelly Pickerel chats with solar installers across the country. Thanks for listening to the Solar Power World podcast. Visit us online to hear more great podcasts, view industry videos, and read our great editorial content. SolarPowerWorldOnline.com. See you back here next month.